0: Welcome everyone to the CASA Advocacy Update Podcast, Ooh, live CASA Advocacy Update Podcast. Alex, how are you doing today?
1: Hanging in there. It's a nice spring Saturday up Ooh, here in,
0: in New York. You want to talk about weather? Not really. <laughs> Neither do I. This week was terrible with weather. I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about this week's weather. But it is getting better, so that's a good thing. All right. Well, if you are ready. I don't know how ready you are. Are you ready? Are you ready for the legislative you're present? Okay. Well, that's good. I'll I'll take that. That's better than not being present. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do the legislative rundown. What do we got going on this week? Cool.
1: Um, so uh let's see. I you know, I I made my notes and everything and then and realized I didn't go back and, and put things in order. Um so uh, I will just I think we should probably start with something new that popped up this week. Um, the uh, let's see it's in Maine. Uh, this is LD fifteen fifty. It's one five five zero. This is a flavor ban for Maine. Uh, it was introduced on on Tuesday uh, and referred to the Committee on Health and Human Services um and so this is brand new we'll see what's going on um we don't have an alert up for this yet so this is this is your breaking news right um this is just committee time Yep. just just getting assigned um no hearing dates or anything like that yet so um if you're in maine keep your ear to the ground uh and we'll do our best to do that as well um Another thing that uh, moved along in the past week or two, uh, the Indiana state budget is moving forward. Uh, the House version of this bill has now has a 25% wholesale tax on closed system products and a 15% retail tax on open system products, um, which is a new one, uh, and I don't think that's all that fair to the open system side of things. I, I'm not the math wizard working out tax policy, um, but that seems a little cattywampus.
0: Um, this, do you know if that's uh, at least on the open side, is, is that all products? Is that hardware and liquids or is that uh, just on liquids? Are we aware? I'm not, of any entirely, of that
1: I'm not entirely clear. And a lot of this is coming from, uh, I believe the article that we shared uh, in our Alert, and I'll just do that thing where we share my screen. There we go. Yeah, look uh, at that. and we can scroll on down to the the Chamber of Commerce in Indiana, which is you know the thing that strikes me about this is um, you know when when the trade associations were holding conferences and stuff, um, one of the advice bits of advice to business owners was join your local Chamber of Commerce and. and um, I it would, by extension, you know, join your state chamber of commerce. Uh, in a, in a lot of cases, especially for um, you know a lot of local shops, local businesses that aren't going to be able to afford uh, their own lobbying firm, uh, your chamber of commerce advocates on your behalf as a small business. Um, unless, of course, you're in Indiana, where the uh, president of the chamber of commerce dele- believes that it is. Uh, well past time for vapor companies to pay taxes. Well, vapor consumers to pay taxes on vapor products, um, and so this is uh, certainly a lot higher than the ten percent wholesale tax that the trade association negotiated. Um, and uh, I'm not quite sure how you know far out of their hands this is going to be. Um, that's it's the problem with all legislation is that at some point, you know, if you're running a proposal. Uh, it kind of gets taken out of your hands and, and takes on a life of its own. Uh, sure. And so I don't know that this is a case here, but this sounds like a completely different proposal because it's got the
0: two different types of right. the two different tax rates. Um, so yeah. And not that I'm <laughs> agreeing with 15% tax on either end of that, you know, whether it be hardware or e-liquid. I was just curious whether we knew um, or if it just encompassed all of it. But I'm sure we'll find out down the road.
1: Yeah, I mean, the way that this is written here in the tweet is, you know, vaping and e-liquids. Um, so I'm, I'm not uh, totally clear on whether or not it is exclusive to the liquid. Um, when we start talking about taxes on closed systems, uh, the, the way that it, it I guess it kind of, well, the best way that it works out for closed system products is just taxing the liquid. Right. Um, but that, you know, it sort of fails to capture the, the total package, and so a wholesale tax on, or, or sort of a per unit tax on uh, closed system products tends to work out okay. The industry seems to be uh, amenable to that. Um, but when you're talking about open system stuff, uh, there's so many more diff- there's so many more things to consider. Uh, right. You know, the price of devices is is is, is high. Uh, and you know, bottled e-liquid comes in you know thirty mils or higher, um, and so that that's it's the open system side of things that lawmakers really have not spent a lot of time understanding how sure. you know and across the board tax disproportionately affects the open system side of things, um, yeah. and you know I, by comparison, uh, you know New York we have a twenty percent retail tax on whatever vapor products are still able to be sold here. Um, so, fifteen percent retail tax is less than that. Yeah, <laughs> but still no good. Still not um, good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that is sort of the bad news up front, and I am intentionally saving the other tax bill uh, for for later
0: here. That's also um, that's also the budget, right? That's the state budget, so that's um, a little more difficult to fight, change? Yeah.
1: It's so just, I mean, speaking from, you know, where I am, uh, you know, I'm one person in New York state following legislation from all over the country and different, it, it's like a lot of things. Each state sort of has a slightly different way of doing their budget. Um, there, there are a lot of similarities. Uh, one of the similarities is that if you are not someone who's accustomed to working kind of on the ground if you're not a hands-on uh, government relations person or from a particular state agency or organization that that relies on state funding um, it, it's it seems it's it's kind of an opaque process it's it's not because it's you know I don't know how intentional that is but uh, it's not the most accessible thing to track, right uh, unless you have a lot of experience, which I'm sure is a reason for hiring someone to do all lot of this work. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's in the Indiana budget bill. I have not spent any time today looking over Indiana's budget process. Um, I assume it's as confusing as every other state. Uh, yeah. and so it's it's easy to lose track of some of these things. And um, ultimately, I think one of the consistencies throughout the states is, Um, you know, what, what we'll see in Minnesota, what we are seeing in Minnesota, for example, is, uh, the house and Senate both come up with slightly different proposals, uh, and then they have to sort of come together in a conference committee. You've got representatives on, and senators all together in this committee, and then they hash out the details. Um, and this is, uh, you know, again, depending on the state, this, this may be somewhat removed from that whole citizen participation, um. Portion of, of going through the budget. Uh, preemption is having a heyday, I, I think. Um, so we have a, a, a few bills to talk about here this week. Um, we've been talking about Missouri HB 517. Um, we have an engagement up right now for that. And I didn't bring it up because I uh, decided to wait to the last minute. And We'll get to it. There's it that comes. procrastination. There's your graphic. There. Um, sorry, stop local. The local assault on safer nicotine products. If you've been paying attention at all this year, or in the past thirty minutes, or um, since since the beginning of, of the whole vaping thing, uh, then you will be aware that uh, passing these ordinances at the local level uh, is a way that the anti nicotine campaigns uh, create chaos throughout the state and eventually, you know, and, and sort of bit by bit get more and more state population under a particular law. And then you take it up to the state level and say, we need to solve this mess that we've created here at the local yeah, level. And, exactly. law. Um, and so that's a strategy that is, has been employed rather successfully by anti-vaping activists. Uh, and so preemption bills and, and I, I, I am one of these people who's had to kind of grapple with this a little bit because I, I have always believed that, um, you know, municipalities know their citizens best. And uh, there are definitely certain things that need to be regulated at the local level. Um, but tobacco policy is is not one of them. Uh, I think you can apply that, that same rationale for basically any substance use. Yeah, um, I was going to say and,
0: drug drug policy in general. Um, yeah. Should, yeah. should definitely be left up to to higher levels of government as a yeah, pro- there's, there's
1: really there's really no benefit to creating a patchwork of regulations it, right. it opens up the door to all kinds of uh, crazy stuff that that doesn't really benefit anybody uh, and so um, that's that's why we we support preemption at the local level and um, Missouri is not the only state with a bill moving forward um, we also saw, uh, in Florida, SB 1080, uh, which has a, a House bill version, which is HB 987. Um, the uh, the Senate bill is uh, moving to or it had a third reading in the Senate on the 22nd. Uh, this establishes uh, 21 is the minimum legal age to purchase, use or possess tobacco products. Um, don't need to rehash why cassaw thinks that's the wrong approach, but um, there it is. Um, so yeah, if you're 21, if you're younger than 21 years old in Florida, um, it is about to become a crime for you to possess tobacco products.
0: Um, yeah. PUP laws in general, uh, I think are just bad.
1: Just yeah. It's the Florida. status offense that, that yeah. will, that is ripe for abuse. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and, and really doesn't, it's I, I think it's sort of one more thing that the police don't really want to have to enforce, um, no, but, but they we will go. Um, so that's moving forward. Uh, that would uh, preempt local tobacco regulations as well and, and leave everything up to the state. Uh, and then in Montana, you have SB 398, which was uh, I believe this is this is the sort of Senate version of Representative Ron Marshall's bill. Um, Ron Marshall, uh, you may know him from running a vape shop in Montana, and, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Um, but uh, so uh, this uh, the, the Montana bill SP three ninety eight is scheduled for a second reading on the twenty sixth, um, and uh, hopefully that that moves forward as well. And I think there was another preemption bill in South Carolina that got approved. Um, so uh there's this uh, obviously a, a common theme here across these particular states to their legislature and, and and just politically tend to be more conservative um which is also another weird concept to me that, <laughs> that yeah that, well you know any, anyway the you know the federalists and and everything are, are preempting local governments and all of that
0: i also not a poli-sci major so um <laughs> i mean we have you know I'm... I'm not going to get to – I'm not going to – nope. I'm just going to – I'm going to hold my tongue on that one. What do we? What else do we have? Sure, yeah, I can't
1: see anything other than me digging a big hole for myself. So Yeah, that's I'll, I'll about what that. I was going
0: to do, so I'm just going to refrain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Self-control here.
1: <laughs> so we're moving toward uh, – well, even more uh, good news here. Um, in Hawaii, uh, HB 826, which is a flavor ban bill, um, was – Uh, It ended up in a conference committee this week and was deferred for the rest of the session. So um, it doesn't necessarily mean the bill is dead. It just means not this year. Um, Actually, it it may mean also not next year uh, if if they're talking about the entire legislative session. Um, So that's good news for Hawaii. Uh, I am confident there is at least one other flavor ban bill in that state. Uh, Why wouldn't there be Hawaii? Hawaii is sure. almost as bad as New York and the number of bills that they propose every year, yeah. um, so uh, that's good news. And then in Loveland, Colorado, interestingly enough, this has been going on for like two years. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, I had, I attended, I think two of the kind of it wasn't really, it was two of the stakeholder meetings that Loveland had put together. I actually, I did it because Greg, I, Greg was was busy on a on a trip or something like that. Uh, and he wasn't able to attend, Greg Conley. Um, and uh, so that was, I, I was there for two of them uh, and, you know, expressed our, our position and concerns about a flavor ban uh, and, and some other folks uh, kept with the, these meetings for, for two years. And, uh, and it has finally failed by a vote of four to five. Uh, and a lot of the comments about um, why uh, particular lawmakers were, uh, opposed to this, you know, had a lot to do with individual choice and, and personal freedom. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's one thing to want to protect young people from these products, which banning, banning them doesn't really protect anybody. Um, and, uh, so there's a big difference between wanting to protect kids and also, but at the same time, taking away rights from adults, uh, especially your right to choose a product that's safer than cigarettes. Um, so, good news in Loveland, Colorado. Yeah, And uh, don't don't let anybody try to reframe this decision as as money versus public health. So, yeah. thank you, Dan. Uh, Dan Mulvaney. I just love
0: uh, good news. There's a
1: preemption Later. bill in Idaho as well. Awesome. So that, that is all of the um, state-level stuff that I took note of this morning uh, to talk about today. Um, we have, at the federal level, um, a, uh, a, a sort of um, renamed refurbished tax bill from Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois. Um, this is the Tobacco Tax Equity Act of 2021. Uh, And I have brought this up several times. This is an ongoing effort in the world to establish tax parity between cigarettes and vapor products um, or other tobacco products and and vapor products. Um, We were having this discussion before we came on, what is other tobacco products? Uh, It tends to vary from state to state at the federal level. It's basically anything except for um, cigarettes and cigars and roll your own. I'm not sure. Sometimes they capture everything into there's like cigarettes and then everything, everything else. else. Right. So, um, what this bill would do, first of all, I, I will say that, um, uh, Jim McDonald has, has written a good explainer on, on what this bill is and a little bit of the history as well. Um, so, uh, check out vaping, vaping 360 and Jim McDonald's article on this, Durbin introduces bill to tax vapes like cigarettes. Um, and so this would be, uh, Jim McDonald also, by the way, on Casaw's board of directors. Thank you for your service, Jim. Thank you, um, Jim. And, uh Get off my lawn, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, what this would do is this would be, this would impose uh, for the first time a tax on vapor products at the federal level. Um, it also... it it kind of across the board doubles taxes on all the existing, uh, tobacco products. Uh, so it will double those taxes and then enact a tax at that rate, uh, for vapor products. Um, and what this does is it ties the tax rate to inflation. So basically it goes up as inflation goes up. Um, and so, yeah, I, it, 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 we get to this point where it's sort of like, so what's what's the equation for figuring out tax parity between paper products and combustible tobacco? And so, well, for, for those who are interested in following this, uh, the bill number is S13141314 or the Tobacco Tax Equity Act of 2021. There is no language posted for this. You can go back to the other versions of the Tobacco Tax Equity Act. I didn't write down all the bill numbers. Um, but if you, if you want to see what they might be proposing, you can kind of maybe piece it together with some of the previous versions of this, um, which probably haven't changed all that much. I, I feel like the tying it to inflation thing is new, but um, it, it really hasn't changed a whole lot. The other version of tax parity was something that was shoved into um, Frank Pallone's bill, Frank Pallone, uh, representative from New Jersey. Um, And that was his uh, H.R. 2339, uh, Protecting American Lungs and Reversing the Youth Tobacco Epidemic Act of 2020. Um, That's a mouthful. Uh, Yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so this, this uh, there was a section added in there. I forget the original sponsors. This was a, this was a standalone bill at some point. Um, so there was a, a, a section that was thrown in there, imposition of tax on nicotine for use in vaping, et cetera. Uh, and essentially, according to my math, um, so, well, as it stands, the tax on cigarettes, is fifty dollars and thirty-three cents per thousand cigarettes, I think, or per three pounds. Um, I forget the exact. You know, like which is whichever one is great or something like that. Right. Uh, and so, for I, I just broke this down into sort of a per milligram of nicotine tax, um, which is what that's what they're proposing in in Frank Pallone's bill, which is. I believe it's already reintroduced. it 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 passed the house last year. Um, so it, it, but it's a different bill number in case you're you're trying to track it. I didn't grab the current one. Um, so uh, the way this is written is it would be uh, fifty dollars and thirty three cents per one thousand eight hundred and ten milligrams. And so on a per milligram basis, that works out to about three cents per milligram. I'm rounding up from 0. .02, so it's it would be two point seven eight cents. Um, so what that means for an eighteen milligram bottle of e liquid, fifteen dollars. That's the federal tax. So federal tax plus state plus local. If you're in Chicago, for example, um, it just suddenly becomes not worth it. To buy vapor Yeah, powder. absolutely, um, absolutely. It, it's it's uh, it's a lot, uh, and so for twelve milligrams, ten dollars federal tax. Six milligrams, five dollars federal tax,
0: um, and just add your state and local taxes to that. So, and obviously, with things like this, uh, open systems take the hardest hit. Your yeah, your smaller and that's true. closed systems. You know, uh, I don't know what. What's a jewel like a, uh, like 0. 0.7 mils or something like that in a pod, I think somewhere around there. So that comparison, if you are to go buy a 30 mil bottle compared to, you know, a pack of pods, open systems are going to take a, a huge hit here compared to closed systems.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I mean, just doing it in my head here, we're talking about maybe a dollar extra right. federal tax on, on just like one, one jewel pod. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah,
0: a little over a dollar. Yeah, um, I think that was I think that was good. I think I think this was a, a good conversation this week. Uh, a lot about tax parity and some really great questions from chat. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in uh, and joining us on this lovely Saturday afternoon uh, or morning or night, depending on where you are. We've had some uh, we've had some global viewers here recently. So wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. Um, and, phew, uh, while you're here, like subscribe, hit that notification bell. See, Kristen would be proud of me. I remembered, I remembered, uh, oh, she just put it in chat too. She just told me, <laughs> uh, so yes, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. So you guys know when we go live, we do go live every Saturday, one Pacific 4 30 eastern everything in between you got to figure out on your own i can't help you with time zones i'm not your guy for that uh but thank you to everybody for showing up and joining us today my final thoughts everybody just be safe um be excellent to each other and we will see you guys next week